Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good morning. Today is Sunday, July 5th, 2015, and the time is 10 a.m. You're listening to Queer Talk, an LGBT Human Talk radio show. I'm your host, Xavier Mejia. The LGBT Human Talk radio is a listener-funded progressive station that interviews guests from the world of entertainment, art and community, politics, public health, and business. On today's episode, we're going to share interviews conducted at the SCOTUS Decision Day Rally held in Pasadena on Friday, June 26, 2015. The rally was held near the Lake Gold Line Station, and sponsoring organizations included Pasadena Pride Center, San Gabriel Valley Pride, LGBTQ at All Saints, Planned Parenthood Pasadena, and San Gabriel Valley, First, congreg- uh, first congregation. Oh my goodness! First Congregational Church of Pasadena and HRC Los Angeles. To obtain more information about Queer Talk, you can visit lgbthewards.com under Talk Radio. We're going to start off with our first interview that was held. At the rally uh, in Pasadena, the person that was um, a key player in organizing the rally in Pasadena was Aaron Sanz. And Aaron has been involved in the community for many, many years. Uh, Aaron and I first met, I would say, about 2000, perhaps 2001. Um, while he was working at the Wallace Memorias Project. And uh, at that time, I was facilitating the youth program, I'm sorry, the youth uh, group at the Wallace Memorias Project. It was a group that uh, only ran for a short amount of time, and it allowed me to meet great people like Richard Zeltivar, um, Eddie Martinez. Uh, I mean, the list is, you know, pretty long there, but... among that list, I include Aaron Sons, and Aaron Sons has also been a key player in uh, developing the San Gabriel Valley Pride event that happens here in Pasadena. So uh, why don't we listen to my interview with Aaron and see what inspired him to help organize this rally here in Pasadena? Hello, this is Xavier Mejia with Queer Talk LGBT Hero Awards. I have with me Aaron Sons. Uh, he has been organizing today's uh, 
support, what, what do you call this, a rally? rally. This, a rally. Is a day, this is your day uh, rally. A, a celebration, a gathering um, here in Pasadena. We are off of Maple and Lake. So, Erin, can you share a little bit about who you are with our audience? Okay, so um, I'm currently the treasurer of the Pasadena Pride Center, and I'm the president of San Gabriel Valley Pride, and um, that's my, my, my gay job. <laughs> Let's drop that pay. <laughs> no, they don't. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. No, it's all volunteer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A big heart then. Uh, so, what inspired today's uh, rally for you? So, a, a, a couple of us were talking about um, the rally happening in West Hollywood, and we just came to the conclusion that why don't we have an opportunity here in our own home where we do live um, to celebrate this momentous event? And so I said, let's just do a rally here. <laughs> so then it caught on and it became what it is today. So. And, you know, uh, it's shortly after 6 and there's already a lot of people here. How many people do you expect? So I guesstimated about 100 and I've already did a count right now um, and we had 70 and then I just saw a few so I think we're going to get to that 100 if not past that. Right and it's still early yeah. and, and I've been seeing a lot of response on uh, social media. Uh, what has been your personal response uh, in terms of getting this going? What reception have you received? So getting this going um, with social media now, I'm oh, sorry, was, uh, it was really easy. Just put it out there and people caught on. People were calling me from there, just snowballed. Um, we started with two supporting organizations and then we, went to, we ended with seven. And um, there's even more that are, are behind it that are not officially supporting it. So that, that's amazing. Um, is this also an opportunity to galvanize and let the community community know a little bit about the center. It's fairly new, right? Oh yeah, the, the center's new itself, um, and uh, that that was a, a, a point, not not the driving point. Um, I wanted to bring, um, like I said, I wanted to bring the celebration home. And you know, personally, um, I I don't identify with West Hollywood. Um, you know, I was born and raised here in the San Gabriel Valley. That's my home, and if we're, I'm going to celebrate, it's going to be in my home turf. Right. So. A little bit about the Pride Center. Can you share with us a little bit about what services are provided there? Sure. So, um, right now we're we're just starting. We just finished our um, strategic plan. Our goal in the next year and a half is to hire a part-time executive director, so that person can um, can get the funding for um, a physical location for the LGBT Center here in the San Gabriel Valley. Um, so we're, our goal is to get $30,000 for that position. Um, and right now, we do a monthly, what we call Pride Talk. And uh, the Pride Talk is like an educational forum um, that talks about different things. So the one we have coming up on the 30th is about prep and pep because that topic has never been talked about out here in the San Gabriel Valley. And so I figured it was about time, past its time, and uh, so we did it. And um, the other Pride Talks we've had are on adoption, we've had them on uh, financial issues, estate planning, everything that the LGBT community needs to know about now, especially now that we have marriage equality. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, and, and that's, we're just gonna launch a senior LGBT program um, we just found a, a facilitator for that, and uh, so that's going to be a bi-monthly um, uh, service. But right now we, we get a lot of calls, and we act as a referral site um, for people who need linkage to services and, um, and groups in, their, in, in the community. 
also the website for your services are pridepasadena.org, correct? That's correct. And the Twitter is uh, Pass Pride Center, and uh, the Facebook is Pasadena Pride Center. Now, if people want to get a hold of you directly, if they have questions for you, um, how can they get a hold of you? Sure. So um, they can either give us a call at 626-578-5772, or they can send me an email at info at pridepasadena.org. That's awesome. All right. Uh, about how long do you think you're, you'll be going out, uh, going on... For today? Yeah, for oh, tonight. God. Um, whenever people get tired. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be good. It's going to be, nice be good, now. yeah. Well, so. thank you for, for putting this on. Well, I, I think that, you know, many people identify with your position of maybe not wanting to have to travel so far out. This is really their community and this is their base. And, and it's not only the, the want, but it's, it's the ability to travel. Um, recently, um, the LA LGBT Center hosted a KPCC forum on trans health. And I took the bus out there just to see what it was like for somebody without um, that capability of a car to drive out there. It took me an hour and a half to get there, and it took me two hours to get back. And so, you know, that's just the reality of, of, of the situation. And that's why when we do locate the center, we want it to be off of the transit venue. So, um, like off the gold line or, or off of, um, you know, easy transit. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Right, I appreciate no, your thank time. You. Once again, you're listening to Queer Talk. I'm your host, Xavier Mejia. Today we're talking about the Supreme Court of the United States' decision to uh, rule marriage in favor of marriage equality. Uh, So it was a big day. Uh, It was announced on Friday, June 26, 2015. Um, A decision day rally was held in Pasadena, California. And I thought to come out and see what, you know, inspired people to come out to this particular rally that wasn't, you know, in your in your, your bigger part of town, which is oftentimes, you know, the epicenter of of, uh, of queer events, um, which is, you know, West Hollywood. And so I was really drawn to this notion that Pasadena um, had gathered and said, you know, we're going to have something over in, in the San Gabriel Valley area. And so um, I took it upon myself to interview some folks. And uh, I saw, you know, these women with children, and I didn't know uh, exactly, you know, what led them to, to the rally. But one thing I, I could tell that was going on was that the rally was growing. And when I first arrived around six 6, 5, 6, 10 uh, p.m., uh, there was a, probably about 60 people there. Uh, as the, you know, uh, hour progressed, uh, there was, you know, well into the 150 people there. And, and, and what I saw were people chanting, waving flags, handmade signs, and uh, drivers uh, passing and honking and cheering. And I saw men in, in construction uniforms. Uh, I saw, you know, fathers and mothers and children in cars, and everybody was cheering. So it, it was a unique, um, you know, visual for me to look at this group of people chanting and then look out onto the road and see people cheering. And so clearly uh, the decision uh, represented where we are, um, where many of us are in terms of uh, the the progress of uh, the issue of marriage equality. So, you know, I, I didn't 
hear a single car boo or you know make any any poor gestures so um in this process I, I decided to to hit up Rebecca. I saw her with with her children so uh Rebecca joined us uh from l a and let's listen to Rebecca and see what what she says about her reason uh to make it out to Pasadena. This is Xavier with LGBT Hero Awards Talk Radio. Um, may I have your name? Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for agreeing to chat with me. Absolutely. <laughs> so here we are. We're standing at the corner of Maple and Lake. Yes, we on are. an important day where it was announced that marriage equality is now available in all 50 states. Right. Um, what was that news like? What was the news like for you this morning? Was it this morning? Well, it was. I got a text. Somebody saying, "Are you going to go to Pasadena?" I was like, "What?" And it was for this, and I was like, and then I read the news, and I was like, "Holy cow, that's great!" I felt very excited. Uh-huh. And what does it mean to you? Well, I'm holding a sign that says, "One step towards." equality for all because obviously if you're a queer undocumented immigrant this doesn't really help you it doesn't help you get free health care it doesn't help you in all the ways that queer people are human beings and it doesn't help every piece of our humanity but right. it's definitely an important piece and we got to celebrate every piece when it comes and when we win it because let's not be confused they didn't give it to us mm-hmm. we fought for it and they had to recognize it. And so that feels important and exciting to me. Like you said, it's one step forward in the right direction. That doesn't mean that the that the fight is over, that this is the end of the movement, that really we can celebrate uh, today's progress and still acknowledge that there's more work to do. Absolutely. So, I, you know, once... Once again, you're listening to Queer Talk, an LGBT Hero Awards Talk radio show. I'm your host, Xavier Mejia. We were just listening to Rebecca talk about, uh, you know, the fact that this was a step in the right direction. It's a milestone for the community, but there definitely is um, more work to, to be done. The fight is not over, and we need to make sure that uh, equality, dignity, and respect um, are equally available for our trans brothers and sisters, um, our, you know, uh, dreamers as well. And, and you know, uh, recently during the ONZ show with Ophelia Barba and Zoe Luna, uh, we had Genesette, uh, you know, discussing, you know, her decision to speak uh, at the White House during the Pride event that President Obama was speaking at. And so, um, you know, this is definitely a topic that that we'll be hearing more and more about, and and rightfully so. It's not the fight is not over. And with that said, you know, it was really great to see so many uh, local organi- organizations uh, participate at the rally. And one of those organizations was Planned Parenthood, and I had an opportunity to speak with uh, Rachel Stern from Planned Parenthood, and. You know, she had some great things to say about their support of the community and services are available to queer people um, in general. And, and, and uh, you know, this is a great resource. And here is Rachel Stern's interview. 
This is Xavier Mejia with the LGBT Hero Awards Talk Radio. Can you please let our listeners know your name and, and what you do? Yeah, my name is Rachel Stern. I'm the Public Affairs Director at Planned Parenthood Pasadena in San Gabriel Valley. Well, I think I asked the right person to interview, right? <laughs> um, are you located in just general Pasadena? I mean, yeah, general so um, we basically cover Glendale to Glendora. We have health centers in Eagle Rock, in Pasadena, in Alhambra, and all the way over in Glendora. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay. And... Um, are you here th- because of work or both personally and work? Uh, personally and work, but it, but really Planned Parenthood is standing with everyone today, so I'm here for work. Oh, fantastic. Um, what sort of message does Planned Parenthood want the community to know about their, their support? Um, you know, I think Planned Parenthood in general um, believes in everyone's right to have healthy relationships and to make their own decisions about their bodies, and so marriage equality is really an obvious fit for us. Right. Um, I know that there that there's been a lot of talk about reproductive justice, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of talk about you know you know the the religious uh, issues with that, and definitely we we can um, identify with some of that, right? Uh, the same ideas were were being used uh, with marriage equality, um, but here we are celebrating. Absolutely. And it's sort of a step in the in the right direction. Is there is there something more that we could be doing to meet some of the needs of LGBT people? Absolutely. You know, I think marriage equality is one big step in the right direction. But there are so many people who still need help. Um, and, and Planned Parenthood is here for everyone, no matter what. So if you need health care, come see us. Okay. And now, if someone wants to get more information on Planned Parenthood, what's the best way to uh, get info? Yeah, they can go to www.pppsgv.org. That's so as you can hear, there's a lot of excitement uh, going on. You can hear people cheering in the background and, you know, honking and children. And, you know, while I was interviewing Rebecca, I could, I could hear uh, her daughter tugging at her mommy, mommy, mommy. You know, so this is all very organic, uh, an organic uh, process going on. And that being said, you know, it was great to see so many uh, different people. We're talking about, you know, from children to, you know, everything above. And I I would say that the same goes for ethnicities. And and it was just a great experience to be out there and just being among all that, you know, sensation. Um, And it was very positive. And it was just a reminder that there is um, a community of people here in Pasadena that can celebrate together and come together and do some good for the community. And in doing so, you know, we definitely also rely on our straight allies. And our next interview is with a straight ally. Her name is Liz Schiller, and she also plays a big role uh, in helping develop the uh, Pasadena Pride Center. So, uh, you know, it was great to, to see so many supporters and Talking to Liz Schiller was also, you know, quite fascinating. So here's Liz. This is Xavier, LGBT Hero Awards Talk Radio. Um, hi, can you have our, uh, Can you share with our listeners your your name and who you are here at the event? Sure. My name is Liz Schiller. I'm the interim president of the Pasadena Pride Center Board of Directors, and I'm a straight ally. So, um, 
What were you doing this morning or today when you heard the news that marriage equality had been granted to all 50 states? Actually, um, I had just written our organization's statement uh, in response to it. I wrote a positive one and a negative one because I didn't know what the uh, what the decision was yet. And then I emailed it to our board, and one of our board members, Aaron, emailed me back and said we won. So then I was on Facebook, and like every single person I know was. You know, everyone's jumping for joy. Ecstatic, right? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's so many people here today, and, uh, you know, sharing with folks that here we are on Maple and Lake in Pasadena. Um, what, what's the significance of having this here in Pasadena? Oh, well, the San Gabriel Valley, which is the area that we serve, is a huge, huge area, very diverse with so many LGBT individuals and families. And yes, there's a celebration happening in West Hollywood, and I'm sure there's, it's pretty, pretty loud and has lots of flags just like ours, but that's pretty far to go. And we live here, and we love to celebrate here. With Once again, you're listening to Queer Talk, an LGBT Hero Awards talk radio show. I'm your host, Xavier Mejia. We're talking about uh, the SCOTUS Decision Day Rally held in Pasadena, California on Friday, June 26, 2015. Um, the rally was held near the Gold Lane Station off, off of Lake, and the sponsoring organizations included Pasadena Pride Center, San Gabriel Valley Pride, LGBTQ at All Saints, Planned Parenthood Pasadena and San Gabriel Valley, First Congregation, oh, why do I keep struggling with this word? Uh, Congregational Church of Pasadena, uh, HRC Los Angeles. And for more information on uh, the Pride Center in Pasadena, you can go to pridepasadena.org. And for more information on the LGBT Hero, Hero Awards, uh, talk radio, you can visit lgbtheroawards.com. We have one more interview, and this was an interview conducted with a gentleman by the name of Carlos Carrillo, and Carlos uh, also talks about the fact that, you know, we, the work isn't done, you know, uh, we have our immigrant uh, trans brothers and sisters who are struggling, and that, you know, we, as um, our brother and sister's keeper, uh, need to make sure that we continue the fight. And yes, this is a moment to celebrate, um, but let's not forget about you know the the issues still affecting our community, the the disparities that you know our community still faces um, as a whole. So uh, let's listen to to Carlos, and uh, and then we will. Uh, provide some more information at the end of the show about where to obtain more information about this particular. Uh... This is Xavier Mejia with LGBT Hero Works Talk Radio. Can you, please, uh, can you share with our listeners your your name and and uh, where do you live? Yeah, my name is Carlos Carrillo and I'm from Pasadena, California. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh-huh. I'm hugging you because I live in Pasadena too. I'm just so excited that we're having this here. And uh, what was it like for you to to learn that marriage equality 
had become available and legal in all 50 states? Well, first of all, this has been a long, difficult road. Um, my personal experience has been with the San Gabriel Valley Pride Center where we have um, very much worked for this moment to come with not only protests and also calling our representative, but personally, my partner passed away last year and we were just waiting for this decision to get married. And for me, this morning was a moment of passion, a moment of joy and sadness at the same time because I, I couldn't share this with him. But I know that this is just the beginning. This is the day to celebrate uh, a new beginning in our country. But we also have to remember that there's other struggles out there, like immigration reform. Um, and we have to work together as a community, as a country, to make everyone in this country legal. Right. So speaking about immigration reform, you know, what, some of the messages that I keep seeing and hearing about is really the idea that um, that we need to continue to, that the fight's not over, that we need to continue to fight to provide, uh, you know, safety and, you know, uh, equality for our trans brothers and sisters, particularly, uh, you know, trans women that are in, in uh, you know, in detention centers. Um, what is your feeling around that particular issue? Well, the issue is equality for everyone. We do not, you know, our transgender community has suffered so many abuses and so many injustices, and people don't understand it. So it's definitely the fight of human rights in general, not just, you know, uh, this you know gay and lesbian fight, but everyone and transgender community needs the support and the respect from all community agencies, and that's something that we need to focus as a group. Is, is there uh, something in particular that uh, uh, the Pasadena Pride Center is working on to reach the transgender community? There is. They have workshops and they reach out to the local uh, transgender community via our social media. Um, so they're very much a part of the community as well. I know that our Pride uh, celebration will be on October 17, and we always welcome everyone to join and to support and bring ideas on how we can improve our community. I'm talking about the Pasadena area, but this includes the entire country. You're listening to Queer Talk, an LGBT Hero Awards Talk radio show. I'm your host, Xavier Mejia. Uh, we were listening to interviews that were conducted on Friday, June 26, 2015, after the SCOTA's decision uh, that was ruled in favor of marriage equality. And so um, a big cheer to, you know, Everyone that helped make this possible, you know, the fight was a long and rough uh, road of just, you know, going back and forth. And luckily, uh, now we can, as a community, say that uh, uh, gay and lesbians can get married in all 50 states. And now it's time to look at what what's the next stage in our in our work so um it looks like we have a caller let me let's go ahead and and see who this is 
Hello, good morning. You're listening. To, you're talking to Xavier here at Queer uh, Queer Talk. Good morning. Hi. Who am I speaking with? Uh, my name is Raymond. Hi. How are you? Are, good, are you calling? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Are you calling to share about your experience uh, with uh, obtaining information that you know marriage equality had been uh, granted in all 50 states? Yep. What was that experience like for you? Well, you know, we've, me and my partner, we've been engaged for um, over a year now. And, you know, we just started deciding to plan the wedding. And building up to the decision day, we, you know, I read up a lot about it and talking about it and thinking about it, how basic of a civil right it is to be recognized as a married couple. And never thought about the impacts in other states, but reading up on it and, and looking at some of the things and how um, the LGBT community discriminated on it, it really struck home. Um, the day of the decision, we were up um, really early in the morning watching CNN, um, waiting for the decision to come out, and just sitting here watching TV, it was just like a blissful moment. I think we were both in tears, just just happy and excited that we can go anywhere and be recognized as a married couple. And where where are you calling from? Uh, Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, great! Uh, were you able to make any of the uh, you know rallies that day, the celebration rallies? No, we wanted to, but I, I get out of work really late, so by the time I get home from work, it was about ten o'clock. I, I mean, what was your yeah? What was your experience like throughout the day? Did you feel that you know it was sort of what everyone was talking about? Did you feel like other people were experiencing the same sort of uh, joy that you were? I know a lot of my friends were excited and talking about it. Uh, a lot of people reached out to me from uh, my friends on Facebook, you know, congratulating us as well. Um, at work, our company actually sent out a a communication letting us know about the passage of marriage equality and their support for the LGBT community. So that was nice. Then we talked about it at work. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty big. <laughs> and the reason I say it's pretty big is because, you know, um, it could have easily just, you know, gone, gone unnoticed, right? But the fact that they're letting people know that, you know, this is a, a day uh, to celebrate. And, um, and then you being a part of that, you know, just must make you feel equally validated by not only the U.S. Supreme Court, but then your employer. Definitely. And so, uh, what are the plans for the wedding? When when are you getting married? Uh, we're getting married June twenty fourth, twenty sixteen. Um, too bad we didn't set the date June twenty sixth. That would have been awesome. But we already <laughs> put a deposit and secured a date uh, right. a couple of weeks before the decision. But at least we can celebrate within coming up to the anniversary of the decision day. Now, uh, before before the decision day. Um, w- did you feel a certain way about you know prepping for your for your wedding versus now that there's sort of this uh, announcement? Does it change anything? Um, does it make it more significant, or or or, was, or is it just like you know plans as normal? Um, I mean, it is more significant to us now because. Uh, we're we're equal and we're recognized as being equal and we didn't have to stay in California. And I could tell you about the process of planning the wedding. 
going to different venues. Not very many people were open to gay weddings. And, and we did get treated differently. Just, it wasn't a huge difference, but you could tell their attitude and, oh, it's for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely we decided not to do business with these people. And we found a, a very friendly and, and fun environment to be in now. So we're excited for that. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, well, I, I I say thank you so much for calling. And, you know, I'm very happy to hear that you're getting married next year. And I, what a great opportunity to just continue to recognize that our civil participation uh, doesn't go unnoticed and that we can really get to a place where um, we are obtaining, you know, the right that, that we feel are ours. Right. Um, and with that said, thank you so much for calling and, you know, call, call again. You know, we're here on Mondays, 10 a.m. And this is Queer Talk. Thank you. Thank you. This is Xavier Mejia with Queer Talk, the LGBT Hero Awards Talk radio show. If you'd like more information on Queer Talk and other shows, go to LGBTHeroAwards.com. Thank you for listening to us. I'm going to leave you with um, a song by Leo Varga, A Perfect World. And please join us again on Sundays at 10 a.m.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.